Bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Justin Robert Young. Hi, everybody. It's me, Justin Robert Young. And Brian Brushwood. Yo, I feel like two of these things are in the same room with each other, but one is not. There you go. Justin and I are live in studio here in Austin. Uh, Justin, you're in town for a wedding. Yeah, in town for a wedding, and we got to do a, a special live night attack Last week, we're going to do another one this week, and uh, so periodically, we just like to come relocate and uh, uh, you know be be an unwanted nuisance to Brian's family oh, for dude. a couple of days. Has, has the dog finally figured out who you are yet? I think yeah, I think I think the dog the dog knows now, and uh, I, I've become enough of a part of the family that I am uh, joined <laughs> in uh, among the, uh, the the checklist that uh, Brian's uh, youngest uh, goes on every morning to make sure that everybody knows that it's wake up time. <laughs> Uh, she just goes door to door, uh, you know, banging her pots and pans that, uh, you know, listen, it's wake up time. It's wake up time. It's wake up time. We, uh, uh I was, I was woken up a couple days ago to, uh, you're not daddy, but it's wake up time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I love is like, just the moment she realized like, well, this is a mild surprise, but it doesn't yeah. change. The hey, fact. by I the way, wake do. up time. Uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Uh, what is this? Sleeping? No. It's uh, a, uh, yeah. No, it's wake up. I don't know if you've been made aware. Uh, it's wake up time. Well, gentlemen, speaking of time and distance and traveling through space, we have some breaking news. Uh-oh. In the last few days, breaking news by weekly podcast standards. Exactly. Last we spoke... Of the EM drive. Oh, that's right. The uh, the the physics defying uh, eat a cheeseburger in your coffin, Einstein. But you're gonna have a hard time recognizing it's a cheeseburger since we took out your brain. <laughs> that's the slogan. Of well, there was yeah, there had been rumors that there was going to be a paper or something coming forth from NASA about the EM drive. The EM drive, which is for background on that, it's this sort of it, the idea is that if you have a, a radio frequency resonant cavity thruster, and the idea is that you have this cone-shaped metal cavity, and if you emit microwaves at one end, it will want to go into another direction. It'll want to move forwards. And the problem with this is that when you try to figure out ways in which you can move objects without emitting any kind of propellant, it's difficult. You have radiation pressure, which is a real thing, but it's a, a, a minor, minor, minor thing that we can pretty much calculate. In fact, one of the interesting things about radiation pressure, like the pressure of photons hitting a surface, is that if we did not account for that when we send space probes, let's say like the Viking probe to Mars, it would have been off by like 15,000 kilometers. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it has, in a short term, it's negligible. In a longer term, when we start planning missions to Mars and the outer solar system, or we've done before, you have to account for that. And, and you're talking about this is the force of basically the solar winds, right? No, just any any. Well, I mean, the the there's solar winds. No, that that has to do more with particles being streamed off. This is actually the the photons, the actual oh, got photons it. themselves, and not necessarily like the little hydrogen particles and things like that. This is actually radiation pressure is literally light hitting an object actually has a force, right? Right. The problem is, is that degree of force is nowhere near what is, you know, uh, the the M thrusters. It's not really based on that. It's sure. based on just this idea that you're we're putting this energy into the system. This thing is moving forwards, et cetera. Some people but, claim that it ties into radiation pressure, but that's sort of a thing we can pretty much understand. So that's that's why this is considered an an impossible drive, an impossible system. Is that what? within our framework of physics, this does not appear to work. It violates the conservation of momentum. And yet it persists. Studies have come out with just meg- negligible in, you know, indications that, yes, there is some sort of direction to this. There's been some papers written uh, discussing the idea that perhaps there's something more to this, that, that if you get into things like UNRAW radiation, the idea that you could have inertia or other sorts of for- – their forces could have wa- – radiation could have wavelengths that are greater in size than the size of the universe. 
Okay, which would mean if you tried to detect them, you would only get these sort of intermittent sort of measurements. But when we look at things like the flyby anomalies, when we send these probes past other other planets, we get these weird little step changes in velocity, which we think maybe could be an error in our you know the way we measure things, maybe not. So anyhow, the story was that NASA was supposed to be doing some sort of research on this that maybe like at a conference a month ago that there we were going to hear some results of that and we did not. There had been nothing coming forward out of it. Well, now there has been what is purported to be a NASA paper for the NASA Eagle Works Laboratory at Johnson Space Center has a paper has been released that is allegedly from them and from the people working there. And I've not heard any denials about them. And this paper has yet to be published in a journal, not peer reviewed. But the paper says, "I'm literally holding my breath." Yeah, wow. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> Skype dropped Andrew. The paper says the EM drive does not appear to be a failure. What? Oh, are you? You took me for such a roller coaster there. <laughs> um, <laughs> leaked NASA paper shows the impossible EM drive really does work. Now, understand the problem is, and this means. You know, the moon in four hours or, you know, the, the moon and moon in hours, Mars in 70 days. It's this idea of opening up our solar system to a, a different. So if you had one of these EM drive systems, what you would be using, you'd be using nuclear power or, you know, ideally fusion or something to power this thing. So you don't need to put any fuel on there. Now, the way we use probes, let's take like the Dawn space what, probe, what, right? Uh, Which, hold on, re re real quick. I, I feel like 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 you're going so fast. If, I, I, I fear for, for the folks who haven't had these discussions before. The big problem uh, is, is, that, is that you have to take your own fuel. There is no other, I mean, yeah. there's energy flowing all over the right. place. And you can well, use energy, but when you burn your fuel, basically the only way to move you forward is to be throwing stuff uh, you know, f behind you, and then once you run out of that fuel, you're kind of you're kind of totally hosed. You know, if if this continues to 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 develop as it looks like it's developing, it means that you know you, uh, you just fire laser beams all over the place. You get energy anywhere. You get uh, uh, you know take nuclear power. You have plenty of energy. Then you get thrust. Like that changes everything, man. Yeah, I mean, and what I was going to get into is like our best, our most efficient systems would be like the Dawn space probe, right? Which was this, you know, van-sized probe we've used to orbit, you know, and to go around to orbit asteroids. That uses uh, ion propulsion, right? Has has like three ion engines on there, and the way that and uses I, I, ion ion propulsion, it's like you're not even. If I understand correctly, you're you're not chucking whole molecules out the back like with a chemical reaction. You're you're flinging out individual ions. If I remember correctly, like the xenon. The, oh, is it okay? I think it's xenon, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but but um, uh, it's it's equivalent to the uh, weight of a piece of paper on your hand. Uh, but you know that adds up over time, and you're able to you know make it super super efficient. Yeah, it just consistently where when you when we send let's say a space probe to the outer reaches of the solar system, we have several minutes of thrust as it leaves Earth orbit and, and as it leaves the Earth, you know, the, the the Earth gravity well. It has several minutes of thrust and then we cut the power and then the thing just kind of drifts continuously. An ion thruster, what you do is you're accelerating these ions of this gas extremely, really, really, really fast, but you can only put out a couple of them a little bit at a time. But you have you leave this thing running for months, and it's a constant sort of slow, like you said, Brian, it's like you're just that slight little push gets added and added and added, and you kind of like you it's too slow to leave Earth orbit. You know, it's too slow to sort of leave, you know, the you know to get into low earth orbit even, but out there in space, you can continuously keep adding on that velocity to it. So what the EM drive does is the EM drive, the, the one they tested is slower than that. It doesn't even have anywhere near the sort of velocity that a uh, ion thruster would have. But the advantage is, is you, like you pointed out, you don't need the propellant. You just need an energy source. And if you're using a radioactive energy source that can last a hundred years or so, you just put this thing in there, let this thing start propelling and keep it going. Uh, uh, okay, so what happens now? Like, like let's let let's assume that this is uh, continues to to pass. You know, the 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 the, the rigorous test that uh, it, it is being uh, put through. Uh, what changes? Like, like what 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 are the practical applications of the M, the EM drive? Well, I, I think that's the funny part is, you know, our, our, our impulse, uh, so to speak, is to, 
want to know why it works, but also kind of doesn't matter how it works, whether it's a uh, yeah, you know whether whether it uh, uh, is is uh, you know something that fits in our standard model of physics or not. Like if it works, then screw it, let's do this thing, right? Yeah, I, I would. Well, I would. I would sort of unpack that and say that one is this paper hasn't been published, and yeah. I would if I were to go on my you know my armchair punditry of why this has not been published is that. NASA is probably very, very shy about the fact that we have this. We had the arsenic, you know, the arsenic-based life paper that came out that that was criticized when it was put out because it seemed premature. There were experts at the time that said, "No, we have problems with this." And as that paper got examined more, it looked like it was a very, it had serious flaws in it and did not support the claims that it was making. But it was this, you know, NASA released this. Guess what? We think there might be, you know, forms of life that, you know, are based on arsenic, which is, you know, would be the exciting stuff. But it was a flawed paper. It was just really didn't go through the proper channels, probably. And I think that if you were NASA and you had a paper right now that this experiment says, hey, look, this thing seems valid. They're going to be shy. They're going to be hesitant to want to release this thing because you're all of a sudden if it is, you know, we've had that again with the uh, was it the the. with the faster than light, uh, oh, the, uh, the the neutrinos, uh, yeah, the, the, that, that turned out to be just a, a, a timing error in the in the way they did it. Yeah, and and that was a thing where you had brilliant people, absolutely brilliant, capable people that were in a data set. And again, not that we've had any recent examples of people looking at data and are very very positive about the way that data can be interpreted and see no other interpretation for it. Huh. Um, but. But you had you had that you know you had this example of people who are extremely well qualified. But the problem is, is they their their confidence on the quality of the evidence was overstated. Their their interpretation of it was was flawless. Let's say their confidence on each element and the quality of the data was where it was flawed. And I think that's going to be the case next. Is you know if I were an asset, it works like I can understand this hesitation. Says this, I would be bringing in, let's increase, let's bring in these other minds there to say, Hey, you take a look at this. You tell us what we did wrong. Because if we go out there and we say this thing works and then we find out that like, Oh yeah, that, you know, we used a Phillips screw over there and we should have used this. And that actually affected, you know, the, the magnetic resonance on some act, you know, some sensor, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. You don't want to, say, well, we don't understand it, but it seems to work uh, for fear of all of a sudden you're investing billions of dollars to build them. And then you're like, well, well they, even, they even 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 if it, it, it doesn't, you know, like like the, the manufacturer and stuff, even if it doesn't necessarily change the plans there, Andrew's right. NASA's had some really, really, really big public problems with their papers that they put out. And so this would just be, if it's wrong, if it's another swing and a miss, then yeah. it's like, you know, you, you start to wonder i mean like you know in in anything that is like academia or whatever the long-term reputation on the stuff that you make a big deal about matters and yeah. it matters over time uh and and nasa obviously will always kind of be this paragon for for you know space travel in america and around the world but at the same time you don't want to you want to be careful about what you're putting your name on yeah yeah i i would say next steps would be one is try to bring in other people to try to like you know participate in trying to do another round of experiments to make sure to check that it's hard just to check the data you need to have access with the apparatus to look at that too i would say get bring in another institution or whatever to increase the confidence level of this because it's that but I, brian i would say that they before anybody wants to go we've talked about somebody wants to put one of these into orbit and try to see if they can measure the effect but before we get any real serious sort of investment that we're going to need a theory we're going to need a framework and a theory to understand why it works or whatever i mean pragmatically we can say it doesn't matter but when you're going to ask for hundreds of millions or billions of dollars to do this is is you're going to be saying we we need some explanation for this sure we're sure. we're, we're going to need something more than pixie dust right you know, yeah. like like someone's gonna have to figure out exactly you know what what, and, what this is. But that, that, this is this is exciting. This is extraordinary. Yeah, and there are there are theories out there. There are theories out there that if this is through, that people are saying, yeah, no, we can fit this in with the framework of of physics. You know, we can fit this. So, uh, it's, it's it, do, it does seem like you'd have to go outside of uh you know um, like like there's a I don't know how much of this is still uh, thought to be right, but when you watch uh, the Elegant Universe, one of the theories about string theories that are proposed that our entire universe exists uh, exists on on what they call a brain, a membrane, you know, uh, membrane, and, yeah. and then it might be possible to you know with with uh, uh, gravity pulses basically kind of knock on the the brain next door. <laughs> 
Um, and, uh, you know, assuming that kind of stuff is all correct, then it could be the kind of thing like, yes, the bill comes due, you know, and it's like you have to everything has to balance. But it might be that that the bill comes due in the universe next door. And then that's where the, the effects are, are, are uh, felt or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's it, the, the curious thing, too, is that, like, when we talk about the idea of these strange signals and stuff and pulses from space is that. We had uh, one of the most interesting things, areas in, let's say, animal intelligence was it was like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there was a woman who was at a elephant enclosure at like San Diego Zoo or somewhere like that. And she's leaning up against a wall and she starts to feel this sort of uneasy sort of sensation in the pit of her stomach, this sort of like something kind of weird. And she was one of these people that's a much bit more sensitive to ultrasonic vibrations. Oh, she and was hearing the, the infrasound from the from uh, from the, the elephant back a friend who is a sound engineer with a high frequency, a low frequency, you know, uh, microphone system and they start recording and they play it back. And yeah, they hear, we're hearing infrasound and it turns out that we believe elephants were using, can use infrasound to communicate. Right. And they can pick it up through their foot pads and et cetera. And so they can use these over long distances. And this is like new, you know, can, wow. Can, can we, can we hear some infrasound? I know that one of the stories, cause a number of people report, um, that that it makes them feel, you know, uh, it's like a disquieting vibe, and I and I, I don't think it's it's urban legend that they're uh, that they're playing because the story is that they they use them in horror movies to just create a general sense of oh ease. oh gotcha yeah, uh, but but I don't know specific examples of which one. I'm sure I'm sure people can write us at uh, write in neshcom at gmail let if you want to yeah. give us that interest, uh, sorry, infrasound. 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 So, and, and, and to your point, like, it's like we, we could have, like, uh, and I, again, I'm going to try to see if I can't, like, go see a rival tonight. I want to go see that because that could be our discussion next week. But there are, you know, when we're just discovering animals on our own planet that we, we've been, we've, we've, like, we've used elephants in battle and we've been hanging around with them. Like, in, you know, Indian elephants, we use, they're, like, basically construction equipment in Asia. You know, we've been around these things for thousands of years and we're just now going, oh, they're talking to each other. Yeah. Somebody give us some infrasound. Somebody send some infrasound uh, uh, to neshcom at gmail.com. Subject line weird things. Subject line weird things. Also, subject line infrasound, subject line. Yeah. Bryce, uh, Mars needs Bryce. Stop pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I have a medical mystery that I'm going to need two ace medical mystery detectives oh, well, to good. solve. good. That's why. That's why you got you got two of the best, uh, Doctor Spiro, Doctor the Fudge. Oh, jeez, <laughs> these jokers. Well, I'll I'll tell you what, first, maybe, yeah. I need to send you guys to med school, and med school ain't cheap. It costs nope. at least like twenty bucks, thirty bucks, or something. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but we need your support. If we're gonna send Bryce to space, I think. And have we talked about Bryce inside of an active volcano yet? No, no. But no. we I, look. It's not in the budget. Andrew. Volcanoes we, need Bryce. That pizza. pizza. Somebody, yeah, we, we somebody gotta make get all that, of this uh, happen, man. Get I that have going. an idea for a material that I think he could he would survive with. In in open lava. Well, I mean, I mean, like if you scuba dive, you have a suit on, so it's not really open, Bryce. <laughs> well, it's still the ocean. Uh, well, yeah, this will be lava. It'll be contained. Yeah, it's not. Lava's not the ocean, dummy. Sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> I think before we send you to Mars, I think that we have this idea of a lava experiment, and which again, we need your help. So if you go to Patreon.com/slash/WeirdThings, you can support our initiatives to send Bryce to new and interesting places. I'll tell you what. I will test out your material once. <laughs> That's all you <laughs> can. What's probably all you're gonna get. What One's all you over. need. <laughs> what a push over this guy. Everybody, Patreon.com/slash/WeirdThings is where we support this very, very show. If you enjoy us uh, getting together uh, every Sunday afternoon and giving you this podcast, then go ahead and throw us a, a, a few, a few uh, cents, uh, dollars of your, of your of your money, whatever you want to pay. Patreon.com/slash. Weird thing. Plus, you get uh, the after show, after things. Yep. Uh, immediately once it's available. So usually Monday morning, you can wake up with after things instead of waiting until Wednesday like a scrub. Yeah. When we we don't want no scrubs. Mm -mm. Uh, uh, so so be a patron, won't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, we come appreciate on your patronage. Exactly. Yeah. Patronizing as we it got, may be. Yeah, and we get we have we have the personalized uh, RSS links. Yep. Yeah. You right? just go to patreon.com slash weird things. Once you're subscribed, you'll see it on the right side. 
uh, audio RSS link. Mm-hmm. And if we get an, if we get um, enough infrasound, this... we'll, we'll do a bonus infrasound podcast. We'll just we'll just it'll just be all infrasound. I mentioned this last on After Things. I'm going to mention this right now. I've got a new book on how to make money on Mars, and I want to give it away free Uh-oh. to anybody listening to the sound of my voice. Just email me, andrew at andrewmain.com, and I will send you a free copy. Uh, dude, that is great. How to Make Money on Mars uh, by Andrew Main. The economic uh, case for – I can't read. Exploring, Exploring Mars, Mars and, beyond. and Beyond. Oh, I was trying to read it off – the the cover, not realizing that it was in gigantic, very legible letters <laughs> uh, uh, spelled out there. So go ahead and uh, check that out. So uh, how, how do people get their free copy of that? Email me, andrew at andrewmain.com. Perf. Or if, uh, you know, you could always just support the man and yeah, buy it for $2.99. Yeah, you could buy it because then you'll, be a, then you'll be a verified purchaser when you place a five-star or better review. I appreciate that, but I'm really, I mean, for people who are like kind of in the club here, listen to the show and all that, I'm happy to, I'm really happy to give it away. I'm really, I'm really happy. I mean, well, when I want to sell things like, I don't know, do Blackfall, my new Jessica Blackwood book available in March. Yeah, I will shill that. I will oh, shill oh, that's coming out. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's a lighthouse on the cover. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, uh, kind of uh, interesting timing. The big centerpiece. <laughs> this is big protests at the White House. Who knew? Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say... Uh, We'll talk about it later. Let's get into the next topic. <laughs> I need my doctors, my my medical investigators. Yes, uh, doctor, doctor the fudge. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I mean, listen. Uh, I'm number one. I have no idea uh, uh, why we we went into medical uh, uh, detective work. Well, we got uh, we got fired from the force. Let's not sugarcoat so it's, it. Instead of house, it's like Doctor Pablo uh, Pueblo and like. Wigwam or something. <laughs> Pueblo and Wigwam. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, look, we got fired from the force, but we decided, I said, let's turn this lifetime let's, let's economic turn, frown upside the down. Around. Uh, and then we went to med school, and now we're back. Whatever, whatever. Forensic all right. scientists. We're back. Well, all right, number one, I don't, hey, that's a, that's how you remember it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I remember you getting fired from the force, and then you creating scurrilous rumors, that's... and then following me uh, on uh, to a college this, this, where I was getting wine. my 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 degree in medicine. Uh, and now you're just hanging See, out with me. This is this is why we're a team. We're not, not, we're even, not a team. Not, we not even not your team. desire to we, break us apart is enough to break us apart. We are not. All right. <laughs> what's our? Well, I just. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the lead investigators watching you two bicker in the hallway. <laughs> it's like, um, listen, guys. Uh, why don't you settle that later? In the meantime, I've got a problem. We've we've had a, we've had an accident during surgery. Mm. The patient lived. Yeah, patient lived, but we're still trying to figure out what went wrong. I mean, right, I'm going to take you on. guys Maybe. inside of the operating room. Maybe it's the door. my my previous career as a police officer. Yeah, but uh, was the mistake that he was left alive? Just blink, just blink. If the answer is yes, are you blinking? It was a she. Now, would you step inside of the operating room, and I will show you what we have. All right. I'm just calling snakes. <laughs> just so everybody knows, I'm calling snakes. Oh, no. She's fine, though. I'm snakes, just saying it's dead. snakes. I think she's fine. She's not dead. I don't know how we're going to get there. I just know we're going to eventually get to snakes. Okay, All right. We walk, we walk in the door. All right. And uh, let's... let's uh, Take our steps in there and uh, let no chat room guests see nothing. Let's leave these guys on their own here to try to figure this stuff out. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's the problem. We do the show live, guys. Is when I'm trying to stump these guys. If you're throwing clues and stuff no, out, oh, that'd be good. Here, wait. I'll even. Close no, yeah, no. This. this is yeah. We've 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 all good. Yeah. It's all it's all been shut down. Okay. So we walk inside of the room. Okay. And uh, there's the operating table. Some of the equipment is a little bit out, but pushed around. Um, and you're like immediately thinking, okay, got it. Patient, Dr. Stephen Strange, actually projected himself out of his body and had a kick-ass fist fight. That's what happened. I, I mean, that's certainly, that was, I, I mean, uh, omniscient uh, voice of person leading us into the room. That was literally what I was going to say. No, I'm it's, the investigator. I'm leading you into the room. I'm not an yeah. omniscient voice. I'm no. standing oh, next. Oh, we're all, next we're all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all together. He's, I, he's, he's I, the lead I just, investigator. I just, I just didn't see him there. And now I realize it's a human okay. being. Yeah. It's uh, uh, and and also pretty that, awkward. They, the medical board sent you guys. Yeah. Yes. 
because yeah. we're doctors. No, they sent me, they, and he, he and 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 this guy has just been following me for the past guy, five years. You can't, you can't break up. He's the not team. my partner. You can't break we're up the not. team. This partnership. We uh, let me got it. I'm going to show you some. Uh, I'm going to show you some photos here. They're, they're graphic. They're very gross. But you guys are medical doctors, so I'm sure you're used to this. Sure. Uh, let me look at it first, just so that you know. Cause he's a little sensitive. This one. Let's, let's right. Let me see what you got. First photo, it's like it's an incision across the stomach. Mm. Uh, okay. The fudge. Dr. The Fudge. Yeah. This one's a little bit grody. Okay. What are you? What are you I, just, just give me the I, just, photo. Just give, okay, just fine. give me the All photo. Right, fine. I give him the All photo. All right. That's definitely an incision. Yep. This next one is some tubes going in there and some hands going into the inside of the side of the incision. Ooh, you, know, you know what? I can't. I can't. I never could look at any of this stuff. Just uh, the fudge. Will you describe it to me? Okay. Next Doctor. one is you see a hand holding a um, a laser scalpel, like a laser thing to like to cut through something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next this is hand, definitely you see, a laser uh, scalpel. You see some more guts and stuff. Okay. There's, there's All right, and then I'm like, gross. we stop. This is this is the first part of it. Now we stop taking we stop taking photos here. Just, like, what problems? Like, uh, well, t t t time out, t uh, Doctor the Fudge. Yeah. If, you, if you could just, I mean, I know we talked about this, but but it just sugarcoat it a little. You, you just say guts, and I think I picked your actual guts, and it's super gross. Is what you sugarcoat it a little bit? Yeah, you know, give give me the gist. He's, uh, he's these are tummy bits. And, <laughs> there you go. You okay. know, all right, all right. Yeah. See, I, and, I, I do much better in this. Yeah. I do better so, in this. And, 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 I'm, I'm and gonna, the pew, next pew photo, like, look over here, and I'm pointing outside of the optics are up to like. There's a curtain. The curtains. The curtain is charred. There's a charred curtain there. Okay. And there's scorch marks on the ceiling. There's smoke on the ceiling. Wow. So there's. So it looks like there's there's a fire in here. There was a fire in here. We're trying to figure out the source of the fire. Oh. Dr. The Fudge, I have to recuse myself as I know what happened. I also have to recuse myself because <laughs> I also know what happened. <laughs> Listen, we're going to so recuse let's, uh, ourselves. Let's walk our audience who does who do not know what happened. Yeah. Is there was a fire. This took place in a hospital in Japan where all of a sudden in the middle of a procedure, a fire started. And they were very confused as to the source of this fire because they're like – you know, we're using lasers. We use lasers. We try not to bring things like cans of gasoline sure. or hairspray or things that are flammable in here. Yet somehow we got a large flammable material, a large amount of flammable material en enough to start of the like to, to, to like light the, the surgical scrubs and sheets and stuff. And all of a sudden, like there was a fire yeah. just going on and, and the patient uh, got, 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 got burned pretty good. Right. Yeah, and, and technically the headlines were not accurate as to what the cause of this was. Okay. Okay, well, let's see one of those headlines. Uh, evidence A, Japanese hospital fire caused by patient's operating room flatulence report finds. <laughs> A woman has sustained serious burns after passing wind so during surgery in Japan. But more importantly, what am I looking at? Uh, it, it appears <laughs> to be a photo of a dummy, <laughs> of a dummy with its feet up in stirrups because they tried to recreate precisely what happened. This is the forensic. Oh, do you know what? They did hire um, uh, Dr. Spiro and Dr. The Fudge. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly how they would have solved this. There's a speculum inside a, a rather copious yep, orifice. Um, copious <laughs> orifice. Yeah, that's my band name. Uh, all right, so so all right, so uh, she's getting surgery, right? Lasered, like maybe. Uh, did they say what surgery it is? Like, was it laser hemorrhoid removal or something? Uh, a fartectomy, a gynecological operation. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh. Mm. Um, was it cosmetic? Does so? Wait, does wait. Why? Why, why uh, were the headlines incorrect, Andrew? Well, there, there. I mean, there were. There was some different sort of. The headlines were sort of. Some of them were explaining that it was a, that there it may have been a an intestinal sort of leak that happened. That you know, some of them said that. That and so, what technically would probably be not a fart. Ah, <laughs> which maybe it was. We're still not quite clear if it was like where they're in there and they're like, whoops, we hit the mother valve. Um, and, and just to say this, it's amusing, but this is ab somebody absolutely did go through this and experienced a tremendous amount of pain and discomfort. And I'm not sure their status where they are. So well, well, I don't want to make light of that about, too much. Think about how underprepared for this situation everyone in that OR must have been. Like they don't um, – I mean like to the tune of I can't remember ever seeing a fire extinguisher in a patient room. 
Uh, oh, I'm like, sure they're like, always there. They're, oh, I mean, those yeah. things are there. I mean, you, especially with the laser stuff. I mean, you, you'd have to imagine that they're probably a little bit more uh, on on guard for. I guess like, like this. in tanks of oxygen and yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, but okay, but at the right. same time, like, uh, no one sees that one coming, right? Like, you know, I think <laughs> this is something that that became this like world renowned story uh, because obviously it has this sophomoric silly element to it, but also. Like it just it, it's 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 its own kind of like locked room mystery, right? Like <laughs> you know, it's like how did how did the fire start in the in in, in the hospital uh, operating theater? I believe it. I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah, no, that's uh, <sighs> I and so this is what this is what's confusing you re- to me. You go to bed. Okay. You go to you go to breathe deeply. Count backwards from a hundred ninety seven ninety six, and you're out. And then you wake up and you've got bandages all over your legs and thighs, I assume. And then uh, and and uh, everyone says like, "Well, there there was a mishap. There was a, you know." Well, they're uh, gonna blame the patient. Now we told you not to eat before. Yeah. You know, gonna... <laughs> I, so here's my thing: is that is it like uh, I may have done some research. In my lifetime, perhaps when I was younger, using a lighter. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. dude. First time I ever saw that was magic. It was magic. Somebody lighting their own fart? Yeah. Uh, uh, did you, were you successful, Andrew? I would say that my experimentation, I was successful. Uh-huh. 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 I, didn't, I didn't realize it works just fine. Like for some reason, when I was a kid and I heard about this, I just assume everyone had to pull down their pants to do it. No, I did but, not. But it goes that. straight through your jeans, and then, uh, <laughs> and then, and then you're insulated from the. Wait, when was the first time you saw it? Then, if it was magic and people were pulling down their pants, I was. Well, I had heard about kids doing it in high school, and I was let, like, "That sounds let, dumb." Let, legend tells. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but then, but then I was 28 years old on tour, <laughs> and then this guy was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's totally really thick." It's like, "Wait, oh okay." And then, like five minutes later, he goes, "Here, watch," with his pants off, my pants on. So oh, okay. that's just it. Is like that was the magical part. Is like for some reason I so initially you were like to look at somebody else's. But <laughs> yeah, initially you were like, well, I mean, sure, I'd love to try, but well, I don't want to. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to, you know, uh, yes, uh, yeah, show, show my grundle for, right, right. Uh, for these I've, for these labs. It's like I would risk burning myself and yeah. I don't particularly care to, you know, know you to see the eye of the tiger, you know, quite, <laughs> <laughs> quite so close. And so uh, and so I, it was just one of those things that I guess are true because people say it's true. And then and then I saw it and I was like, oh, well, that's delightful. Well, look, well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That so that's the question is like, is that, you know, that I don't know what the data is as far as the size of the fireballs and, 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 the, and the experimentation that, you know, when I was 12 years old <laughs> conducting. I mean, um, I, I, the, the, the one the one I was saw the, was rather off the cuff. Uh, and it it was about a softball sized. Uh, oh my glass. god! Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and again, like even if it was just the size of the one I saw, I totally believe because you remember they like when you go to the uh, dent, yeah, like all that stuff's practically made of paper, right? All that all yeah. that all that blue surgical whatnot. Uh, so so if you know if if the laser you know hit that sparked and and then it, at that point. You got to figure there's, you know, because I've seen fire things happen before. Yeah. And people, there's always this like three second delay. And people are like, wait, is what happening? What I think is happening? Yeah. And then by that point, in those three seconds, you can get something pretty out of control. And all of a sudden, you know, there's a TP of, 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 uh, of fiery thunder. <laughs> and I just think of all the time for Mythbusters to not be around. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Jeez. Maybe this is one for the modern rogue. <laughs> maybe maybe Jason yep. and I could get on the case. Oh, dude. I think you got an episode right there. <laughs> Recreating. <laughs> How many ways can we explode a fart? Oh, man. Now, man. that's worth showing your grundle. <laughs> you don't have to. Again, I can wear jeans. Mm, no. Then... <laughs> no. No, you can't. You got to go... Uh, you definitely at least got to go banana hammock. Like you really got to dress this <laughs> I mean, one up. You want you want the grumble thong? The grumble thong, yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. I think that that's uh, there's there's got to be some magic in that old oh. gray hat they found. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, um, <laughs> I have holiday season. 
I have a goblin story, but I'm going to push it to next week. Oh, uh, that's fine. It's it, we can we can spread out the goblins. Uh, uh, Journey quest. Yes, let's yeah, get into that. Yeah. Where where were we last on Journey Quest? Justin, you want to fill us in? Uh, we were last. Uh, Brian was revealed to not be dead. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, and I was snooping around. And uh, then uh, and then uh, did did they catch me? And they were guiding me somewhere. Well, no, no. Uh, you you uh, pretty much. Uh, that was just like the end of the episode. Kind of uh, a revelation was that you weren't dead. The majority of it was me being interrogated <clears throat> by the, uh, the the men in black helicopters. That uh, I mean, again, yes, I. Definitely just waved them on led down. us. I led them to us, and I got all the kids killed. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I did not think that we don't need to litigate the past. That's but like, <laughs> it's a whoopsie doodle. What it do you was, call it? A bit of a whoopsies. It was a bit of a. I should have tried to do the the the, the harrowing uh, escape route. Uh, I I thought it was infeasible, and now we are. I, I, the their blood's on my hands. So they they were arguing, uh, or sorry, they were they were. Uh, trying to figure out who we are and uh uh they were very concerned about the uh the man uh the from, cure that you you yeah had heard well about. no I, I i kept trying to get them uh <laughs> to get them to, to let us go to find a, a a cure but uh they were they were curious about the man on the bus who wanted to uh, yeah you wanted to use your blood as a cure. All right, well regardless I, I think I have a corpse laying on top of me uh is the coast clear can I can I can I yeah, Brian coast is clear Justin strapped to a wall inside of a body bag because he wouldn't shut up so they just zipped him shut and left him on the wall okay yeah. that's fine but, but right now we got we got a hidden fortress thing and it's like uh I I, I hold up my thumb as this as if I'm uh leaving a, a journal entry and I say uh uh here it is. It's finally time. It's the big leagues. It's real life creeping around in the Death Star. And I was like, oh, first thing I need to do is find a uniform. Uh, let me look. I, I look at the bodies. Are, do, are any of the bodies wearing the uniforms of these guys? No. No, Brian. Okay, but they got something on them. Like, I go through all their pockets. Is there anything good? Um, some bubble gum. Uh, I eat the, I eat the bubble gum. Steakhouse gift card. Uh, okay, I pocket um, that because because I was uh, there might be an Outback Steakhouse coming up yeah um you you find another diamond club t-shirt on, on a body <laughs> man that's weird uh, but it, some most people are actually alive you open up and they're like hey help me out okay, zip it up on. zip it up real close uh, real fast actually then i zip it open again and i say hey are you a patron uh and then i zip what? it I zip it close and then i keep on going uh <laughs> okay so uh i i i, I get a lay of the land uh, what am i looking at in terms of of exits and hallways and how busy is everything around here so you're in a you're in kind of like a storeroom, a large storeroom, concrete walls. There's a double door on front of you where you heard them come in and out of, and there's another door behind you. Okay. And well, the, on the side wall, there's a uh, one of those chain, those like metal roll top, roll up doors, but it's down and it's locked. Okay. All right. Um, well, I I run to the double doors. I peek through the windows just to see you know how many bogies there are walking around. Is it pretty empty? There are no windows there, so... Oh, well, then I creak it open, and I comically wrap my fingers around the side of the door, and then I, and I, and I peek my eye through. Hallway's empty. Great. Hallway em- it ends, it goes 30 feet, two doors on either side, Great. and it goes to a T-junction. All right, I, I, I shut the doors, and I run around to the back door. I, I look at the back door, and this one I do comically as well, but this time, even though it doesn't creak, I make the sound, creak, as I open it. Dark hallway, very, very long and dark. There's a couple bulbs, one near close to you illuminating this much older looking where the first one you look through was sort of looked like kind of modern, like at a redo. Yeah. This is like just look, looks like looks like World War II era brick. So, These little spotty incandescent light bulbs that are mostly out and you can see some lights going on hundreds of feet into the distance. All right. I'm 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 going to I'm going to check one more time to see if anybody has like just a lighter. Surely there was a smoker among them. Did anyone? Did any of them have a lighter? No, you do find a flashlight though. Oh, a little great! No, that'll do. That'll do. So I grab the flashlight. Uh, I, I go. I go into the abandoned hallway because I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The old one or the new one? The old one. The old one. Because I'm thinking maybe this is all like you know. Number one, 
Uh, it doesn't look like it's well kept up. Maybe they're not using it. It's probably a hassle to go down to this section. Number two, if there are chud people surviving right under their noses that I can lead an, an uprising with, then this is where they're going to be. That's where you're going to go, uprising. Well, I mean, I'm just you're saying. You're going man, to lead a popular be, I, revolt. There might be more. Also, get out of my head, Justin. All right. <laughs> you're, you're probably hanging in a wall somewhere Never. in a body bag. I'm going to come rescue you. So you're creeping down the hallway, right? It's dank. You hear the little drip drip. There's the smell of musty mildew in the air. And it's getting the air is getting a little bit cooler. And you notice the actual hallway starts to go down further and further and further, right? And you get the sense that perhaps this is sort of like an access way into a lower facility. That there might be the facility you're in, and this might be some previous installation that had been built there uh, see i'm i assumed i'm getting farther and farther away from justin but but if i just go there i mean i'd be as dumb as justin was flagging him down so i'm going to keep on going this way and see see if there's some resources right. to use you hear some metal clanking up ahead uh oh i i note the okay. clanking you hear some more sounds you get closer and finally you come right up to a wall and you realize, wow, it was like dark, so dark. You turn to the right. It's the only way to go. And you keep going further down and you come to a stairwell. All right. Is uh, is it a treacherous stairwell or just a regular old stairwell? Dusty, just layers of dust and dirt. And you can see footsteps. There have been some footsteps there. And uh -oh. you can see where it looks like maybe some of the body pouches have been dragged down the stairs. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out for body pouches as I descend the stairs as quietly as I can. So you get the impression that perhaps some of the bodies have been dragged from the room you were in, down this hallway, down the stairs. You follow there down, and now you come to another long tunnel. You follow the tunnel towards the end, and you see this sort of bluish glow at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I squint and look real hard at the bluish glow and then steel myself to continue forward towards it. You see a rectangle, rect about a foot-tall rectangle, and you realize that it's a window. Finally, the window you wanted to look through is actually there's a metal door at the end of there. Oh, dude. So I, I, I get on up, and, I, and I, I, very, I put my ear to the door first to see if I hear anything. Can I hear anything? Mm -hmm. You hear some metal clanking on trays. You hear a little squeak of wheels. You hear some mutterings. You can't quite make it out. All right, you I'm gonna, some I'm, beep, with beep, the flashlight beep. off. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that it's dark enough that I can't be seen. I'm gonna look out the window. What do I see? So you see the window. You actually see just this bluish curtain. You see the shadow of like a head moving back and forth, and the shoulders moving as he's working on something. Okay, I, I very gently, very carefully, very slowly crack open the door to see if I can catch a wisp of the conversation happening. All right, and you hear. Um, uh, blunt force trauma to the head, uh, a hematoma, uh, appears to be having an accelerated healing factor, um, looking to see if the implants are taking hold, if there's been an allergic reaction and so far, uh, process is good, but still not ideal candidate. I'm going to put this into the list of, uh, beta pool squeaking cart pushing something away, you watch the shadow go out of view. Okay. Uh, is is the room empty or are the guy still in there? You don't see the shadow and you don't hear the voice. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna risk going in a little farther. Come down. I have no, no. All right, get out of here, mind Justin, who's bad advice. You were, you made a bad decision. Don't haunt me. Just maybe lay him down. Oh, it probably means Justin's dead and this is his ghost. Ah, right. Um, okay, so I, I, I creep on out. And I and I try to get to the edge and look, uh, just kind of barely peel back a crack of that uh, of that blue surgical cloth to take a peek inside. Uh -huh. What you see is you see a bunch of equipment. You see some oscilloscopes. You see a couple more tables with like different stages of like for holding bodies. And there are no no bodies on the tables. There's some blood on some of the tables, and then you see a large X-ray screen where they, they put the x-ray film on top of right there and one of the things that you notice is this equipment for the most part seems a little bit older right not a lot of modern stuff there nothing nothing not to say completely everything is all from you know old school but it mostly kind of looks like an older sort of medical pursuit you know operating room and so you've got these x-rays up there and you're looking at the x-rays and you notice something sort of peculiar and that that is that you see let's say uh 
a thorax of somebody with their chest and their pelvis and their thighs. You see what looks like might be like wires inside of there. And you see some little electronic gadgetry implanted at certain spots. Like like, like kind of pacemaker looking stuff all, all throughout yeah, the body? pacemaker stuff, but like in unconventional places, it, it like arteries, you know, near major muscle groups. All right. Uh, I, I, I think I've learned everything I'm going to learn here. Uh, but uh, before I go, I look around for um, – uh, for uh, uh, like uh, uh, scapels or something. Uh, okay. is, is there any scapels or forceps? Yeah, or... you start digging into a drawer and you pull out a scalpel. Okay, great. Uh, I, 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 I tuck that one into a, a pocket and, and, uh, and what else is in there? Uh, you've got one of those little rubber things to hit somebody's knee with. Oh, great. No, I take that. I take that and put that in my other pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, uh, There's a nine millimeter pistol. Oh, uh, that might be good. <laughs> let me let me grab that and wedge it in the back of my uh, of my of my belt loop, uh, off to the side. Uh, and then the last thing I do is I I I reach over and I go, and I hawk a loogie over some medical equipment in a minor but uh, ultimately juvenile attempted at sabotage. <laughs> and then uh, then I I I, I run back. Well, but uh, wait, you smell something. Uh, what do I smell? Mmm, it's like Quiznos. There's a sandwich God. sitting there. Is it, oh, I mean, oh, I, oh, it's a it's a sandwich. Yeah, I Quiznos am pre- sandwich. I am pretty hungry. Quiznos, they have a pepper bar. They yeah. uh, are Quiznos still a thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. They, hey, hey, man. Yeah, I mean, in the future. Yeah, future. Anything's possible, possible yeah. right? Um, okay. Uh, you know what? I grab the sandwich. I'm going to save it for later. I, th- I shove the sandwich in my back pocket, and then I jab myself on the scalpel. I was like, that was dumb. And then I pull out the scalpel and I put it in the other pocket and then I start heading back. Cool. So you head back towards the door, right? Is that where you're heading or are yeah, you going oh, deeper oh, into the room? Oh, no, 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 no. Towards the door. I, I'm going back to the big room. Okay. Go to the door. You go to turn the door and the door is locked. <sighs> okay. And then you, you hear footsteps. Just lock Step. them down. Step. Okay, I, I I get behind the blue curtain and I hold my breath and I stay very very still. Step, but step. Also, step. realizing I'm not going to have a lot of time, so I pull the sandwich out and and I'm sort of sneaking it up along my chest, and I'm just I, as I'm waiting. You're crinkling a sandwich? No, no, it's it's a quiet sandwich. It's, it's just yo, bread and it's meat. never going to be quiet, man. That paper is loud. What kind of sandwich is it, Brian? Yeah, well, it looks like a turkey with uh, bell pepper. God, I love turkey with bell peppers. This is the best. You start you start just nibbling on it. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. And then juice starts hot. Juice starts to spill on your shirt. <laughs> Without saying yeah. anything, it's a very quiet. Like, like you hear of, shuffling, uh, and then you hear a voice go, "Where's my sandwich?" <laughs> All right. I keep my hand on the sandwich, but my right hand creeps around the back. Philip, did you get my sandwich? Nine! I, I wrap my fingers around the nine millimeter pistol and begin to slowly pull it out. Somebody stole my sandwich! Okay, I start eating the sandwich so fast, like, because I realize there might not be a lot of time to eat this sandwich, and I have been very hungry. I think we have a visitor. You hear the sound of a drawer opening. All right, at this point, I stuff the entire sandwich into my the mouth. The sandwich so my is cheeks, not the priority. My cheeks are puffed out like a woodchuck's, but at least it's all in, right? And so, and so, I'm, I'm kind of chewing. I have the gun up by my head as I'm as I'm waiting to see if they come in. Philip, I believe we have a rat here. Mm-hmm. The thing about rats is they're always hungry. And never have enough. I, in an effort to summon a fireball, I fart loudly. Yes. <laughs> because I've heard that. I've heard that word yes. in medical conditions. Uh, <laughs> curtains ripped open. I, I, I raise the gun, point it right at him. And I say like, hey, man. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, man. Maybe you would have thought about your, your one-liner instead of shoving that sandwich down your gullet. You could have come up with something better than, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. And I'm kind of talking around the remainder of his sandwich. And I said, uh, I said, yeah, that's right. I ate your sandwich because I'm your new supervisor. And then I take the gun, put it behind my back, and I'm like, I'm Brian. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I reach my hand out to shake hands with him. Your 
mustard, mayonnaise stained hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That normally, how its new supervisors introduce themselves with a gun and a, and a stolen sandwich and a show of four. Yeah, like, I, I, I figure I gotta I gotta bedazzle him with with bravado here. It's the only way, right? So, and I'm like, what's your name? He looks over his shoulder, and you see standing in the corner a small man, a wiry man with with bushy eyebrows and piercing eyes who's just stroking his chin as he stares at you with a little bit of smile. And he's like, hmm, number 51. I oh. should have known. Uh, and I, I, I real quick, I put... Put, uh, pull back the gun. I'm like, ah, just kidding. And I and I start unloading on the guy. I, I shoot him. I murder a man for the first time in my sad life. I, I try to be the hero. Because he called you a number? Yes, and I'm murdering him. I'm just shooting him. <laughs> click. 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 Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. Lucky for me, unfortunate for you, the other nine patients didn't work out so well. Uh, I, and then I, I say, uh, <laughs> oh, man, it was like, enough of the one-liners, Mr. Brushwood. <laughs> it's time you and I had a talk. All right, what, what is this facility? What more are like, you doing here? We're like zero-liners. Wait, oh, hold on. Also, also, how does he know my name? Wait, how do you know my name? I have a file on you, sir, number Wait, 51. Hold on, why do you have a file on me? Well, I'll explain everything. You see, next time on Journey. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh man, uh, dude, that this is this is a good adventure. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you what, we're uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll be reunited at some point. I got. Uh, well, I mean, we're already reunited in spirit. You are so close to being reunited, reunited, but Brian took the wrong path. <sighs> Damn. Oh, wow. That's fine. This is going on a really weird path. Uh, really weird path. <laughs> All right. So, hey, uh, I got I got a pick. Go, pick it up. We, well, we won't be able to talk much about it because I know Andrew wants to wait to see it, but the arrival was pretty good. I liked oh, did it. you go see it? Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a... Uh, uh well I, I, yeah all right Andrew's covering his ears so so let me just let me do a non spoilery review um uh it's interesting because you could tell it's it's fairly uh it's fairly low budget uh you in that you know they don't they don't blow a lot on crazy effects I don't even watch trailers for it um oh he's closing his eyes um yeah you could tell it's a it's a pretty low budget story but it's exquisitely told and um uh and they they, they do a great job of of letting your mind imagine um, uh, giant chunks of it. Um, I I don't know. I, I, it doesn't. I, yeah, it doesn't hold your hand a lot, which I think. Uh, so my whole let's have an arrival discussion next week and reviews is not gonna. Not gonna oh follow. no no no! I'm sorry. I just I just want to give a short pitch in 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 that you know definitely go see it. We'll we'll talk a lot okay, about cool, it next week. Cool. Yeah. I turn into like for audio listeners. I turn into like an eight year old. Like I cover my ears. No, like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like, like my dad. Nah, nah, like nah, it's like nah, my nah, dad. Nah. I love like again. I love my dad the best. But my dad can very much be like, oh, I saw so and so. Saw this movie. Blah 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 blah. You know. And I'm like, don't tell me anymore. I want to go see it. Like I won't. You know. At the end of it, they had a really good thing where they talked to so and so. The survive. I'm like, you just took all this dramatic tension out of this thing. Well, you could have looked that up on Wikipedia. Like I wouldn't look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Well, there, uh, there's there's more I want to say about my experience of watching it, but I'll save it all for next week. Yeah, I think we'd have a cool weekend because I think a whole alien contact thing and the reviews would have been great. So it's kind of like, it's like, I kind of like, man, I think I should just go see it. I saw Doctor Strange again in 3D. Over I did Chinese too. I, I took the kids to go see it. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, number one, seeing it in 3D was great. But man, oh boy, the, that moment, there's nothing sadder then that moment, then uh, I assume there are some things sadder, but it's a very sad moment when it's time to put on the glasses and just everything gets dark and 3D yeah. and it's just like, and it takes a while and you eventually, you know, digital projection. I mean, like you get, you, get you, used to the, it. The IMAX, IMAX digital is, is the only one that I, that I've seen. That- I have a thought on that. So I saw it in the IMAX laser 3D. Okay. Right. The, the state of the art, if you want to go see what is supposed to be the best possible way to see this right the laser projection you know which the brightness had no issue with the brightness but they use those stupid like oakley sort of goggles that like you put it on and anytime there's a bright scene you're looking at your cheekbones oh really wow and i i'm like i'm looking at you know when uh 
Mads Milkinson, you know, is there with this friggin' the, you know, the, the new Marvel villain eyeshadow stuff going, I think I need to get some of that because every <laughs> like when it's when it's it's dark scene or whatever, and there's not a lot of light around the edges, it's great. But when it's a bright scene and your face is being illuminated, you see and I last time I went to a 3D movie and they had those glasses, I walked out because like I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Like most people don't care. I'm like, yeah, I understand that, but I'm not, you know, I'm I'm picky about this stuff. Like I, you know. A lot of people don't know the difference between like surround sound or not. So sure. I think the projection things are cool. The glasses are just, 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 just it's, it's like, ugh. and I was like, I said, that's yeah, cool. I'm going to be honest. Like their 3d scenes are really cool, but they still use the conversion process. And there were parts of it that drove me nuts where you're looking at like reflections on glass that are not three dimensional. They were just two dimensional <laughs> there. I'm yeah. like, ugh, fail. Uh, yeah. So I will say even more impactful than the 3d uh, of the difference and understand, you know, I've seen the movie before. I know all the beats. I know the story and and all that. But watching it with my nine year old and my 12 year old um, through their eyes like these are kids that they've never watched regarding Henry. You know, they've never watched medical uh, triumph over adversity stories. So that whole first act was Deeply troubling to them. They're like, "Wow, this is really challenging." I'm, stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you 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 brought Penny. Uh, how did how did how did Penny? Because uh, because there's there's there's, well, some, there's some intensity in that first act. So keep in mind, Josie's the one who watched uh, PG-13 Godzilla recently and thought it was great. You know, yeah. hundreds thousands of people getting squished and killed and whatever. Uh, but uh, but that very visual image of the completely trashed face of, yeah. of Dr. Strange, of, of the clawing hand as he's trying to work on his therapy and, and his, his scarred fingers and all that. Um, Penny actually handled it better than Josie. But oh, really? Yeah, Josie was just like, you know, <laughs> I thought there was no blood. And by the way, uh, we're about to get into spoiler territory. If you haven't seen it, you can skip ahead. But, um, but... But then uh, Josie's like, uh, like, uh, uh, hey, do do does anybody die? I'm like, well, yeah, but not the good guys. And then later I'm like, oh wait, yeah, no, the ancient <laughs> one dies, but it's okay. And then and then later I'm like, oh wait, but also Doctor Strange dies a yeah. lot. And yeah. she's like, what? No, I don't wanna. I'm like, nah, it'll, be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just, just yeah. the hero's gonna die a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, so. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's been it, it's number one movie again uh, this week. Had the I think the lowest drop off that uh, that that Marvel's had in a, wow. in a while. So people are finding the movie, which is great because I think it is. It's uh, just a good solid movie, and yeah. I, I and I think that if you want to go see it in three D, by all means, go do it. I, my comment criticism was just more of just the state of three D being. Well, and, it's not. I watched that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm in no hurry to see another movie in three D. You know, I liked seeing that. It was it's one of the examples like last time I went out of my way to go see a movie in 3D was like Toy Story or Gravi 3, Gravity. Like, you did that, right? Or, or no, you left that? Gravity. Uh, Gravity you either really liked or didn't like in 3D. I can't remember. I was just I mean, thought it was good parts of it. But then they did, you know, like when they're just just the, the teardrops floating towards you oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that were like yeah. just Gratuitous. it's like uh, you're. You're, and, and here's the thing about 3D conversion. The problem with 3D conversion is that the techniques you use when you shoot 2D to do really good depth of field, to put foreground, midground, and background objects and stuff are really difficult to do through good 3D conversion. And you know, I saw that in the Doctor Strange stuff where, like, where they're holding like the sort of the air weapons and stuff and like the, 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 the vapors around it, they didn't they couldn't do a 3d effect through the clouds. So they just kind of, it was like a cutout. It was two and a half D kind of stuff. And, mm -hmm. It's like little things like that. But I mean, overall, like some of the segments in it were you know, like the kind of the inception, -y, the city folding in 3D was great. That was neat. So it's worth seeing in 3D. Let me make that clear because I'm being very all over the place. Well, and keep in mind also, like this is your only chance like uh, to watch it in 3D um, because yeah. like like there is no home technology as frustrated as you are with the state of 3D now, there's no home technology anywhere close to the experience of watching 3D in a movie theater. Well, I think that's why they are pushing it so hard. Yeah, is because they they, they need to. The, this is this is one of the few remaining things that that you can have only at the theater and not on your phone. You know, yeah. in in a messaging app or something like. Uh, so so yeah, no, I think uh, that's uh, that's awesome. I, I'm 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 excited to go see it again. Uh, and I'm glad a lot of people are seeing it. Here's something I did see. Uh, is my pick. Uh, is Saturday Night Live 
this week. Oh, hot damn. That 10-minute opening monologue was something to see. Uh, so this was hosted by Dave Chappelle, uh, and uh, the musical guest was A Tribe Called Quest. I don't think I've watched a full episode of Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, in in years. Uh, this was awesome from 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 pillar to post. Uh, obviously, this is Dave Chappelle's first return to uh, to TV uh, after Chappelle's show. Wow. Uh, which uh, apparently uh, he only works during Republican administrations. Uh, <laughs> So that, that was the best line of his set about uh, uh, the moment he uh, gets money. The oh. Obama, Obama <laughs> administration yeah. comes in when he drops the. I just the got end. this money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you were possible. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was uh, uh, exceptional. Uh, there's you know a few nods to some of the Chappelle Show characters, uh, and you know it just kind of reminds you sort of uh, you know that his his was a brand of comedy. That I think uh, uh, we we have sorely missed, and uh, I was I was very, very very pleased with it. I thought it was great. I think I've watched it like two and a half times, like today. I've I've just I just keep watching. By, by the way, it's great to see how different their attitude about YouTube is now than the last time I really paid attention to it. Like if you go, they on their YouTube channel have a set list, and like yeah, here's all the sketches in a playlist carved out from last night's show, all ready yeah. to go. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. Uh, hopefully, I mean, listen, uh, I, I can only hope that this leads to more from from Dave Chappelle because uh, you know he still is a touring stand up and everything. I would love to see another special. If not, dare to dream. You know, <laughs> if if somebody would like to give him money for a sketch show, I think he he probably would do pretty well. well with that. And, and man, what a great different vibe for the opening monologue, where it's like he he didn't have the posture of somebody doing an opening monologue. He he was doing his stand up set, and yeah. it felt different from. Any opening I've seen on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, well, I mean, remember way, way back, that used to be, yeah. you know, I mean, if we always, it's evergreen about, like, when Saturday Night Live was good, it's always been different, but, like, back in the 70s when so much of it was a little more raw and, like, people were kind of doing more of their stand-up bits and stuff when, you know, Steve Martin would go on there and do his, his stand-up, stand-up show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny, fun fact, Justin, is I had this... You know, you know, when you talk about like how long you've had a friendship and, and these sort of points when you have these discussions that feel very, very recent and then reading that when the Chappelle show went off the air. Yeah. Eleven years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and our discussions about the Chappelle show and it going off and his decision not to. I'm like, we had that discussion. Eleven. 11 that was like, ago. man, I feel old that we had that discussion 11 years ago. Over a decade ago, and I, I'm like, it felt like you know, because we talked to old people, like, oh yeah, like you know, a couple of weeks ago, like no, that was last year, Grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're dead, and so it's weird that I'm talking to you. No, it was it was so weird, you know, uh, you know, to, to hear that that opening monologue, and you just make that realization that like, wow, the last time this guy was doing political comedy, it was about the Iraq War. Yeah, like uh, the last time that we that we saw him, you know, in in any kind of televised uh, platform like that, but. Uh, just uh oh man it was great it was everything uh you know that they had uh, a raleigh station uh in in north carolina uh, apparently uh was uh you know doing the live uh 10 second uh dumping out because of uh some of his language like it felt great it was it was what i think political comedy can at its best be uh which is like you know edgy and dangerous and and pushing of of people's comfort and uh while never sacrificing the 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 punchline, you know, there's there's this great. I'll, I'll ruin one joke. Uh, he talks about like how you know he, uh, he if he could not be black, he would he would he'd be out the game. So he did the next best thing, which is become rich. Uh, and he's like, it's really weird because you know your black friends start leaving your life. Your the white friends start showing up. He starts saying things that you would never expect to come out of your mouth. Like, sorry, dude, you can't come. There's only room in the balloon basket for four. <laughs> Ta-ta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone, all, all of his other rich friends. Oh, I, 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 we're just going to go into quoting well, I, the I'll whole just, thing. I'll just yeah. quote the whole thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so good. There's, uh, uh, you know, uh, and obviously, you know, it was, I think, uh, written up today in the Washington Post that it was uh, uh, liberal America's uh, stages of grief, <laughs> uh, you know, the, about about uh, the, the election on Tuesday, uh, which take that for what you will, but it starts out with a very 
somber and uh, I think well-executed performance by uh, Kate McKinnon dressed as Hillary Clinton singing Playing Leonard singing. Cohen's uh, Hallelujah. Yeah. Unironically. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it's moving. And then you get into all this political stuff and you just see like Dave Chappelle and uh, I won't spoil who else shows up, although I'm sure it's easy to find. Uh, just exactly who you would want kind of lampooning the woe is me, uh, you know, uh, uh, elements of, of those who are uh, sad to watch Hillary Clinton uh, uh, lose, you know? And, and I think it's like, it's that kind of, Release that is great about him. So go yeah. watch it. My pick is this is a movie I actually saw in the movie theater with my dad, and I remember going. This is a fun movie. It, it didn't have you know it didn't do great, but I thought it was consistently fun. It didn't feel like a big movie, but it was a very fun all the way through. I thought the writing was pretty good and just an enjoyable kind of a light movie. But and great Kurt Russell, and that is Sky High. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sky High is great. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, it's like you get kind of like roles where you see like what makes Kurt Russell great is like they talk about like his art. It's sky high is like this kids going off to the school for super the children of superheroes, you know, and, you know, the sort of what happens there. But his father and his mom are like these big superhero team. And then they talk about like, oh, yeah, his the father had this rivalry with the villain like so and so. Oh, yeah. And then and worse. And then like, yeah, and he got the lead in Oklahoma. Yeah. And the fact that made you know him upset. You know, it was just you know he would have been good in that, honey. You know, it's just little bits like that. It's I think it's a it, I think it's a it's a clever movie that doesn't get a lot of attention, but actually there's talk of maybe bringing it back as a TV series or something to that effect. But so Sky High is my pick. It's just a fun light movie, and I enjoyed it. Right on. Mm. Yeah, no, I remember I remember when it came out. It, it, it definitely had. It definitely had 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 the, the 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 buzz of a movie that was punching above its weight well, when, it, it, when it came out. But, but it also came out hot on the heels of The Incredibles, and so it was just like, mm, is this live action Incredibles or what's going on? Yeah, Both Disney. Yeah. That's my pick, and that is weird things. It's been weird. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. 